Is it normal to watch porn? Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. And anyway, many people are curious about this sex stuff. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. It's Fearless with Mark and Amber, a husband and wife show sharing behind the scenes from the mission field of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features. I'm Amber Archer, your co-host of this show. As the Lord has called us, we are creating movies from a biblical perspective about the issues impacting our culture and society and showing the church at work. You can learn more about us and the movies we are making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place for you to make that one-time or monthly donation to help support this journey and bring the films we're working on to the marketplace. We are a 501c3 nonprofit and rely on donations to make these movies and this podcast possible. You become a force multiplier for truth when you partner with us through our nonprofit, Fearless Features. And joining me as usual is my husband, filmmaker, author, and speaker, Mark Archer. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Oh, oh no. I'm not sure. You must have fun things to share today. I have fun things to share today. <laughs> oh, wait. I got to get my fedora. Hold on. Got to get the, the black fedora. Are you <clears throat> journalist today? Hello. Okay. I have my black hat on. So what do you got for us today? I have fun things. You always have fun things. I do. I have a, a fun little story to share before I share this news This news article. Uh-huh. So as you remember, and as our listeners probably don't know, that when we first met, one of my main staple sources of income was shooting um, biomedical videos. Uh-huh. And so I would go into the OR and film surgeries. Uh And so I got to deal with a lot of surgeons. Mm -hmm. And if you're not familiar with working with surgeons, they're an eclectic blend of people. (laughs) Right? And so some of them are well-adjusted human beings and some of them are not. (sighs) And... So there was this one surgeon that we dealt with in, I think he was in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And he had this tradition. Apparently, whenever he would do surgeries on Fridays, he would, now bear in mind, everyone is in there. The patient is in there. (laughs) Okay. And my job was I would I would stand on a on a platform mm-hmm. with the camera and I would literally be looking right over the surgeon's shoulder into the into the surgical site. Whatever so, body part they were working on. Right. Usually is usually <laughs> hips and knees and shoulders. Uh-huh. Right. <clears throat> and um so then um it, he would pause everything and then he would like he had his own little stage, like his own little private comedy club. And he would do signs of the apocalypse <laughs> with his staff. What? Yes. And so I'll never forget this because we're ready to shoot, right? The, the reason I remember is because the patient was on the table and he stops and he goes, now it's time for signs of the apocalypse. And we went, what is he doing? <laughs> and he had like half a dozen news articles like he was David Letterman. He's going to he's going to do his monologue. Oh, my word. The patient is obviously out. Yeah, like, yeah, the patient's out. <clears throat> <clears throat> and so so I just remember this and he started reading these things that were 
you know, proving that the end of the world was near. Well, so here, here's our version of <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> signs of the apocalypse, right? And fittingly, it's from Infowars. Uh, Russian business introduces tattoo QR codes to prove vaccination status. Okay, so and if you don't know what a QR code, it's the little, it's the little dots. It's usually a little square, and you now um, there's been many updates to several of the. Um, cell phone providers that Mm -hmm. if you just open up your camera and hold it over a qr code so it's a bunch of little dots and squares pixels basically that has its unique um uh, identification and then it takes you to a website right so it's uh, it's like a it's it's like a two-dimensional barcode right right so it works either way Uh uh-huh yeah, so <clears throat> just read a little bit of this. A new project launched in Russia is introducing QR codes in the form of temporary tattoos for citizens to prove they got the COVID injection to participate in society. So I wonder how long does a temporary tattoo last? How often do you have to get it? And you, um, do you get somebody else's? I mean, there's a lot of questions yeah, I have here. Well, this is... Um, with our temporary tattoos, we want to diffuse the current situation a little and at the same time diversify and make the process of showing QR codes in city establishments more interesting. These tattoos cost $8 each and come in six design options, including a floral design and one that says, I believe in you. So what they've done here, you see, is they've made them <laughs> We'll leave a pictures. link to this so you guys can see what it looks They're like. pictures around this. So it's, you know, it's pretty. And as they say, uh, tyranny has never been so fashionable. Moscow authorities, you know, if it's coming from Moscow, it's a good idea. <clears throat> because in Russia, what have we learned from Russia and China? That some ideas are so good, they have to be mandatory. Uh-huh. Moscow authorities impose the smartphone QR code requirement on June 28th. Barring citizens from sitting indoors at Moscow restaurants, cafes and bars without one. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I just thought that was interesting. You have all the fun stuff. I do. Why? <laughs> and the reason why it's a sign of the apocalypse to come is because, of course, in the book of Revelation, uh-huh. we know that the mark of the beast, <clears throat> the Antichrist, is some kind of a mark. We don't know what it is uh, that is either on the hand or the forehead. Uh-huh that everyone will have to use to participate in society. Mm -hmm. You cannot buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not familiar with this, I recommend you get your Bible and read through the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. It is all about what is going to happen and and why people um, are so resistant to things like Forced injections and, you know, national ID cards, things like that. This technology, of course, is already in place. It's been in place for a long time where they can implant a microchip with a syringe needle. Mm -hmm. Just like when you chip your dogs or your cats. Yeah. So anyway, sign of the apocalypse. Oh, fun stuff. Yes. Well. What do you got? Um. Well, I was just gonna, I was going to ask, how's the movie going? If those of you who don't know, thank you for joining us. Oh, and I do have to say... (laughs) I've gotten several text messages from a few of our listeners. Mm -hmm. I am excited. I can't. You guys are like binging (laughs) 
the show. You must be really bored. I <laughs> know. I, I really appreciate that you're listening. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I'm so glad you're catching up with us. Yes, welcome. So, so welcome to the show. But so we are working on a new documentary film ta- um, called The Mind Polluters, and it's all about the comprehensive sexual education and social emotional learning mm-hmm. that's being that, that's flooding the public education system right now. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, do you want to tell everybody how is the film going? Well, you know, we're still in the editing phase, so we're doing the what's called the rough cut, which mm-hmm. is if you think of writing a term paper, uh, it's like your rough draft outline, right? Right, and so we we have, you know, all of our interviews shot, and that's what we're stitching together right now. Mm-hmm. So great big pieces that we're putting into place, and and so it is. It's moving along uh, actually faster than I thought that it would. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this the other morning. I think the reason why this film is coming together more rapidly uh, is because everyone that we talk to, number one, stands out in their field as being an expert. They're all basically saying the same thing Mm -hmm. from different perspectives. And across the United States. Yeah. And nationwide, mm-hmm. they're all saying the same thing. And so because of that, it all just goes flows. together yeah. and flows very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, there's still there's still fun stuff. Like we got to share a, a snippet from Amaze last week. And I have another one, <laughs> another Amaze clip that I wanted to share with everybody. And this is probably for like fifth grade up. This is, uh, I think, yeah, fifth, maybe fourth graders. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you, let me, this is, this is, well, it just kind of speaks for itself. Hold on. Is it normal to watch porn? Hashtag Ask Amaze. Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. And anyway, many people are curious about this sex stuff. But, and it's a big but, remember, porn is not real. It's just a fantasy, like, uh, like superheroes movies. Bodies don't look like those in porn movies. In general, everything is exaggerated. And sex, it often looks very different in real life. So don't expect your own body or sex life once you have one to look anything like what you see in porn. Or to sound like it either. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. I think that sums it up. Well, yeah, just just find out more right here on Amaze. And that's the thing. Listen, if you don't talk to your kids... Somebody else will. Mm, they already are. I mean, we have said that over and over and over mm. again. And so, well, and it's really interesting because I've been following. There's a big push from um, the national sex education standards, and mm-hmm. to get this adopted all across, you know, all 50 states to mandate that this ma- these materials be shown to every student and mm-hmm. they're and they're they're trying to implement it younger and younger and younger so i'm and i'm going to leave a link to a zoom call mm. by the uh, national education stand those who created this 
this these standards programs because they just updated it. So they're really proud of it. But I think one of the interesting things was the, the woman right towards the beginning, she said, we have to and research has shown that we need to get to the kids younger and younger. Why did she say? Before heteronormative and cisnormative values and assumptions become more deeply ingrained and less mutable. Less mutable. Okay. So, and, and heteronormative. Heteronormative. So, what is what is cisgender? No, it's cis, cisnormative. Cis, well, it's cisgender, cisnor. I don't know. Admittedly, and we've been immersed in this for nearly a year, and I okay. still don't, I can't keep track of all these. Okay. So, Oh, I didn't know there was a new wicked, wicked, wiktionary, wiktionary, wiktionary. There's a wiktionary. Okay, so here on wiktionary, the assumption here's cisnormative. Okay, okay. The assumption that all human beings are cisgender, i.e., have a gender identity which matches their biological sex. The <laughs> the assumption. That you are what you are is cisnormative. That's that's cisnormative. I so guess. that's what they're battling against for with through these national sex education standards. <clears throat> Same. Okay. Be, before before the heteronormative. Right. Let me just wait. Heteronormative. So so the the assumption that biology is is actually correct, and mm-hmm. that you can't just magically change your gender. That's what they're battling against because science. Yeah. <laughs> so heteronormative, it's, it's an adjective <clears throat> of or pertaining to the practices and institutions that legitimize and privilege homosexuality, heterosexual relationships and traditional, tra- excuse me, and traditional gender roles as fundamental and, quote, natural within society. What? <laughs> well, and, and the guy, if, if you listen, I'm going to leave a link to the Zoom conference. So and if you listen to these people and they say that vocabulary is is fluid and continues to change. Apparently. <laughs> so so if you're lost, don't worry. They are, too. And they keep adding and revising mm-hmm. their standards for the rest for our kids and our nation. So they, FYI, they love their they love that well they've they've gotten to the point where normal words don't work so they keep concocting new terms for <laughs> yeah. things that sound very impressive um if you're like us and <laughs> and these things make absolutely zero sense to you then congratulations you still have cognitive reasoning and thinking abilities <laughs> if if you're someone who hears these things and you just kind of go oh okay all right yeah uh-huh. then, then let's pause and um uh let's let's back up to learning how to think like a reasonable human being again yeah so what else do you have well what else i've got i've got uh, another snippet from the film that is uh, falls under the creepy category. So this is from the ASCD. Which is the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. So guess yeah. who this is targeting? This is for teachers. Right. ASCD and the CDC. Oh, and the CDC. And that's we right. We all love the CDC. Right. They have our best interest at heart until they don't. Right. 
And they're never confused at the CDC. But <clears throat> so this is a clip from a, a basically a promotional video that they produced to educate teachers and school staff on their new program. Now, so if you listen to our interview that we did a few months ago with Monika Klein, uh, who is in the Mind Polluters, and incidentally, we're on Monika's podcast. We'll leave a link to that, which uh, came out, I think, today. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so Monika talked about how the CDC has this initiative called Whole, whole School. Whole School. Whole community. Whole community. Whole child. Whole child. And to understand what this is, let me play this clip. For too long, health and well-being have been put into a silo, kept both logistically and philosophically separate from education and learning. Yet we know that both health and education affect individuals and society, as well as the economy. Health and education must work together whenever possible, and schools are a perfect setting for this collaboration. In 2013, ASCD and the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention convened a group of leaders to strengthen a unified and collaborative approach to learning and health. The result is the whole school, whole community, whole child model. This new model combines and builds on elements of the traditional coordinated school health model and ASCD's Whole Child Initiative. It responds to the call for greater alignment, integration, and collaboration between health and education. The model expands the components to 10, placing greater emphasis on the psychosocial and physical environment and highlighting the ever-increasing expanded roles that community agencies and families must play. The new model also outlines how the school, staff, and students are part of the local community. Did you notice that word psychosocial? Mm -hmm. It's a collaborative approach between health care and education. Which is why when when you go down the rabbit hole and Jennifer McWilliams is phenomenal and um, actually Alex Newman also just had, I think her name was Marsha Metzger from Georgia on his show. I'll leave, I'll leave a link to that too to help you guys understand what social emotional learning is and its function. Mm -hmm. But so many people are... <clears throat> waking up to what's going on because there's there's like this three ring there's the core that's the student mm -hmm. who has to do the self-awareness self-management responsible decision making relationship skills and social awareness and then on that next ring outside of this circle of the student are classrooms the next ring beyond the classrooms are the whole schools. And then the the ring beyond the schools is the homes and communities. Right. So this is why we're all beginning to see and recognize and everybody's saying, wait a minute, what are you teaching these children? And this this is what they're talking about. That's exactly it. It's social emotional learning. Right. The 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 idea of of SEL SEL is what, as we refer to the, the gateway drug to things like comprehensive sex ed. Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Mm -hmm. they, they all come in under the guise of social emotional learning, which is the cancer that attaches itself to the school system and infects everything. Mm -hmm. 
it, it, it infects everything. And so, uh, the, the whole school, whole child, whole community, it's when you, when you see it, the way that they've laid this out, it starts in the middle. Mm -hmm. First, we're going to start with your child. Right. Because they're the easiest to indoctrinate right. and confuse and to manipulate. <clears throat> right. And then we're it's gonna then it's gonna take over the the whole classroom and then the whole school mm -hmm. and then and then it's coming into the community into and, your then, home. and into your home. Mm -hmm. And this is now where we're getting to why why people are starting thankfully, parents are waking up and starting to push back because right. they're starting to see the effects of this. Yeah. And what Mary McAllister talked about, she is a, a litigation attorney who's working on cases right now where they've gotten to the outer ring of this and parents suddenly find out that the school has so indoctrinated their child that, that the child thinks that they're another sex. Right. And so there's girls going, the school is actually <coughs> is affirming mm -hmm. the girls to be boys and boys to be girls. And they're actually kids are actually getting removed from their home. This right. is no joke. This is happening in America today. Right. Children are being taken away from their parents. Parental ri rights are being stripped away. Right. CPS is called yep. and you're treated as if for the simple fact that you won't affirm your daughter as a boy. Makes you now an abusive parent, and we're going to take your child from you. Well, and, and let me just add that the social-emotional <clears throat> learning looks at every child from the lens in which that they've been um, abused or encountered trauma. Right. It's so a trauma-based education. It's a trauma-based education. And who is the abuser in the situation? Mom and dad. It's the parents. Yep. Parents are a barrier to service. Oh, Planned Parenthood's <laughs> right. famous, famous line. Right. I'm proud okay. to be a barrier. So with that, so what can we as parents do? So what can we do about this right now? Because so, we've, we've talked a lot about and educated a lot of people on yeah. what's going on. So I came up with 10 things, mm -hmm. just me kind of thinking off the cuff. Um, this is by no means an exhaustive list, um, but... Just from what we've learned over the past nine or ten months of being completely immersed in this, these are the things that I take away from it for Mark mm -hmm. and for Amber to do right now. Uh, number one, focus on the problem and educate yourself. Yeah. You have to know what's going on before you can even you, – you have to have a foundation in which to stand so that you can articulate – the issue to someone else mm -hmm. and help them understand so that you can begin to fix a problem. Yeah. And I just, the note I had is you cannot fight what you do not understand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I say this with the caveat of, um, you're not going to understand it going into it because they, they are specialists in making this impossible to understand. Yeah. And that's why the language, you right. know, the guy in the uh, the uh, Zoom conference from the National Sex Education Standards, why I know that that's why they say the the language is fluid. It continues to change. The, the, they have to keep they have to keep trying to change things because the parents, if you're a parent or a grandparent and you're listening to this and you're and you're writing this down. Right. Yeah. You're going, OK, what do I do? What do I do? Then then believe us when we say that they're going to keep 
trying to shift the goalposts mm-hmm. and and their their goal is always to talk down their noses at you mm-hmm. we have masters and phds and we right. use terms they that know you better. don't understand and it's better if you just go away and <laughs> give us your child yeah no yeah no they are making this stuff up they're they're fabricating you're dealing with second graders mm-hmm. okay this is about as far as their logic goes so just remember that. Um, number two, become that parent. <laughs> and I would say with, with becoming that parent, know your parental rights. That's mm-hmm. why we had um, our attorney general, Todd Rokita, in the state of Indiana, put out a parental rights bill. and Or um, is that what it was called? Parental rights uh, or parental bill of rights. Yes. Parental bill of rights. So that everyone knew what their rights were as their kids went back to school and how we combat the different curriculum and books that are in the school libraries, there's mm-hmm. there are things for us to do. So we'll leave a yep. link to that again as well. So I have question everything, mm-hmm. expect answers, and expect them to be logical. Then prepare yourself for disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you won't get much of, of that, if any. Yeah. Right? Uh, so number two, become that parent. Number three, demand accountability from all of your child's teachers. Mm-hmm. And listen, and and here's let me just preface it by saying, not every teacher has ill intent. No, in fact, I would say the vast majority do not. Right, but there are they are a lot of these teachers who are in the system. They're as much a victim of this mm-hmm. as the students that they're teaching. And so, you know, people just want to keep their job. They have a passion to do teaching. And we love those teachers. There are so many teachers that we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to go in as an ally. So, yeah, don't don't go in guns a blazing mm-hmm. on somebody because they have no idea where you're coming from. They don't know what you have, you know, researched or learned on your own. Well, uh, with a caveat, if you find out that they're showing Amaze videos in your in your kids' class. Yeah, then I would that, go, that, in, that would I would go in with torches ablazing. <laughs> okay, insist on seeing a course syllabus, mm-hmm. lesson plans, books that they're using. Here's a big one: don't forget supplemental materials. Oh yeah, right. Programs, as you remember, they by by law, a lot of schools they don't have to tell you about the supplemental programs. Yeah, like in Texas, they don't have to tell you about that stuff. <clears throat> right. So you have to you have to get in there and say, I would like to see these things. And that's what let me just pause there for a second. And that's exactly what these this national sex education standard you're using. It's there's a big one that they advocate for. It's called three R's Uh, rights, respect and responsibility. Read and write and arithmetic. That's not it. (laughs) And these are like, whoa, wicked. I mean, comes from Southern Poverty Law Center and youth, youth advocates for youth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Advocates for Youth is part of what you just listened to with the the Amaze video. Yeah. Advocates for Youth is part of that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, interview your child's teachers and ask them the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Right. That you're interviewing them for the job of educating your child for that that nine months. Okay. Um, so number four, I have, if at all possible, pull your kids from public schooling. And we know we have talked to so many people and obviously we've talked to so many people. There is a there's obviously a mixed reaction when you talk to people. Everybody says, pull your kids. Mm -hmm. And if you can. And that's 
And and that's true. Not everybody can afford to take their kids out of the public education system. And if you can't take your kids out, be that parent. It's going to be extra work, but mm-hmm. you have you have to be the one. We can't sit this out. No. And I, I would say, you know, if you're I mean, we're we're from we're Gen X. Yeah. Right. So we remember the world before computers and internet and social media certainly Mm -hmm. and so we were talking about how we feel like we're one of the last generations that really understands that balance Mm -hmm. like you can live life without it yeah right if you're stuck in this where you feel like you can't like you don't understand trust us when we say you can live without it Mm -hmm. and also the education that that maybe you got in public school is not the same. I'm telling you that what no it, what we're talking about is just within like the past five years. Yeah, that this is that this it is not the same school that you went to. Even if they're going to the same school that you went mm-hmm. to, it is not the same school. So you have you have to just pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is that public school is anti God anti-science mm-hmm. and just barely academic yeah um so what's more important your ch- children's future or your car payment yeah and i hate to be that blunt about it but i i don't know how else to say it it's between uh it's it's between your your children's future and whatever whatever reason we're we're giving for why we can't do it. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you go to Alex Newman's public school and they have a, an enormous amount of resources for parents mm-hmm. who are looking to get their kids out, some who can't. I mean, and this is where if you're a part of a local church and you need, you know, tuition funds or you, there are homeschool groups all across the nation in every state, look and start researching those and find out where they are. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was number four. Number five, free yourself from social media. (laughs) We did that. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. For six months, I did that. (laughs) And do not allow your children to have free access to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't. It's it's just very simple. You don't you don't need Facebook. You don't need Twitter. You don't need. You do not need these things. Now, if you are a responsible adult and you can use it. Use and it not be addicted. and not be on it, yeah, and not be addicted to it. Then that's that's your decision. But I tell you, the one thing that we have heard universally across the board, especially in looking at these gender dysphoria c- cases, mm-hmm. almost one hundred percent is after the child has been allowed to have unfettered access to the internet. Yep, YouTube and social media. YouTube have been- and social. The biggest drivers. So uh, point five is free yourself from social media. Point six, and this is especially for men, if, if, if you're listening, lead your family in Bible study. And I have at least once per week. Yeah. Um, you don't need to go get a Bible study book. Just your Bible. Just read Start it. Start at the beginning and read. Read as a family. What do we do? We'll take a chapter. Mm-hmm. And we'll divide it up. This is a great uh, reading practice mm-hmm. for your early readers. And even if you have very young children, trust me, even if they pay attention for five minutes, 
and then they're off doing something else while you read. You know, they're and, still paying attention. And I was reading um, American Story. It was uh, David Barton's uh, about about the founding fathers. And <laughs> did you know that our founding fathers they were reading their Bible at the age of five? Yeah, they knew scripture like front and back for, at five years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can we can do this. Yeah, we can do <laughs> we can do hard things. We can do so much more. And that's and and stories like that are one of the reasons why you see why history isn't taught anymore. If you teach history and you teach critical thinking and teach people how to be curious Mm -hmm. and really dig into things, they discover things like that Mm -hmm. and discover that they have more power to do things than they ever thought possible. More possibilities. Right. And, And as Diane Douglas said, what she's found through the years is Neither side really wants to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. The left wants it to stay as it is so they can continue to indoctrinate and enslave. And the right wants to just train up little worker bees. Mm-hmm. So you have to reject both. Um, all right. So that was six. six. All right. Number seven, question your church and church leadership. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. Uh, question, do they preach expositional style or do they cherry pick? Mm-hmm. Exposition is start at the beginning of a book and go verse by verse. Mm -hmm. That's really the only true way to teach scripture. Because otherwise, you can skip around these difficult subjects. Like sin. Like sin and hell and homosexuality, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't skip over that if you read straight through. Yeah. Uh, you, You have to get expositional instruction, hold them to account. That way they can't hide from things like sin, condemnation, hell, and homosexuality. Yeah. I, I challenge you to read the book of Genesis and read the account of Sodom and Gomorrah and then make the argument to me biblically from the scriptures that God is okay with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. You can't. All right. So that's number seven. Number eight, uh, change your church to one that is biblically focused if you need to. And make sure you attend together as a family unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, biblically focused, not music focused, not program focused. It, that it's about the Bible. That the Bible is the one true inerrant book. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, uh, self-assessment. Are you compromised? Uh, I say this especially to men. Are you compromised? You can't lead your family if you're compromised. It means that you're wounded. It means that you're only operating at partial capacity. Are you still looking at porn? Are you, uh, you know, still engaging in activities that are not honoring to the Lord? Are you are you a drinker? Are you setting a bad example for your children? Drinking, smoking, running around, not spending time with your kids. Uh, looking at the porn, watching the the violent movies with them all the time. Oh, it doesn't affect them. Yes, it does affect them. Mm-hmm. You are responsible as a man to not be compromised. And the same thing with women. So you need to get yourself uncompromised or you will destroy your family. And guess who the Lord's going to hold accountable? Mm-hmm. You. And then the last one I have is be in the word every day and pray every day. Mm-hmm. It's like first and foremost. Yeah. Word before world. 
That's, yes. what, that's where it stands for us. And what that it's <laughs> listen, it's it's very simple. When we say be in the word, that means when you get up in the morning, read the read the word, read scripture, start at the beginning and read a chapter every day. Even if you start, I mean, if if you're not used to it, you know, start with 20 minutes. Right. Your 20 minutes will lead you to asking questions and reading more. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, I get stuck hour, two hours. Well, here's another one. <laughs> um, one that I've always, uh, you know, the book of Proverbs has 31 mm-hmm. chapters. Yep. So if you do a chapter a day in Proverbs, you can, you can read. I've probably read the book of Proverbs Oh, at lots. least a hundred times lots, all yeah. the way through, right? And it's just because it's like individual verses, just morsel at a time, mm-hmm. and it's just just works. So there's no excuse. And mm-hmm. if you need a Bible and you don't have one, you can send us an email. We'll send you one. Yeah, I'm happy, more than happy to get you a Bible. That's right. So that's really all I got today. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to check out the website, fearlessfeatures.org and join us again next Tuesday as we are taking just Tuesdays once a week so we can keep working on this film. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>